Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I've got a feeling for Bruce Boudreaux. I'll explain a little bit of background. I'm from New Brunswick, and Bruce's mother is from uh, New Brunswick. And so Bruce used to come back to New Brunswick in the summer, way, way back when he was a player. He would play ball hockey with us. So every time I would see uh, Bruce, he'd say to me, he said, you're the goalie I scored a hat trick on. (laughs) <laughs> He'd have some fun with that, and i throw it back. Yeah, but I stopped you on a penalty shot. <laughs> right, of course. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show. Coming at you live from Grey Eagle Resort and Casino. Calgary's entertainment destination. We are live on Game Plus Television and WQEE Radio, Metro Atlanta. Big shout-out to Ryan O'Radio. He's already got us. He's already messaged us. Said he's ready for a great RP show. He's raised the expectations very high. And coming up on the program today, longtime Hockey Night in Canada executive, now author, moved on to his next thing, John Shannon. You know him, you love him. Hockey Insider 2 and Hockey Hall of Famer Lanny McDonald. We're two for two this week. And Hockey Hall of Famers here at the Grey Eagle. Yesterday, Peter Marr, who I, frankly I could have on every day. Uh, today, Lanny McDonald, who is also the chairman of the Hockey Hall of Fame out of downtown Toronto. So a lot of hockey today and some football, too, because there were some firings. Let's bring in the Moose, Darren Moose Dupont from the Sweatpants Capital, the Bermuda Triangle of the National Hockey League. And Moose, before we jump into these points, and I want to tell our viewers, you're with me for a full 40 minutes to open hour one so we can get into everything. Relax. Let's just woo and we can get into everything that we want. So how was your Halloween? Did you get a good haul with your Top Gun outfit and your trick-or-treating as Maverick? Yeah, we did pretty good. We did pretty good, actually. I got some good reactions. A few kids to the door. So I answered the door. I had to race for the sunglasses every time somebody rang the doorbell. But uh, we sat here and hand out, handed out candy all night. So it was a lot of fun. All right. Glad everybody made it through safely from what I hear. And uh, so that's the guest. That's the Moose update. And can we please hit the quick six show horn director, Jordan? And let's go. Let's get at it. Um, as I mentioned, there were some firings. Uh, breaking news from the NFL. Marcus Brady, uh, a friend of ours, fired as, uh, what is he, co- offensive coordinator in Indianapolis. We'll get to that. And we're told some firings in the Canadian Football League, specifically Ryderville. And we will get to all of those. But I want to talk hockey for the love of Pete because it's game day here in Calgary. The Seattle Kraken are in town. It's a home game for my boy Ebbs. Road game. He's with the Kraken, but he's from here. Uh, number one point, though, let's go back to Monday as we talk about the morning skate here today. Andre Sveshnikov scored the winning goal in a shootout after tying the game in the second period. And the Carolina Hurricanes defeated the Washington Capitals 3-2 Monday night. 
Ovi moved a goal away from tying Gordie Howe for the NHL record for the most goals with a single franchise. And so before we go any further, I want to bring up the poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. And Moose, it is this. Will Ovi tie and break Wayne Gretzky's goal record? He's 114 goals away for the overall record. The Wayne set with the Oilers, Kings, Blues, and Rangers, as we all know. So uh, the last I looked, this is a hot-button topic, dude. It's like 50-50 right down the middle on both Twitter and Facebook. And he's 114 goals shy. He's 37 years of age. Like, that's a lot of goals, Darren. It's hard to score one in the NHL. Maybe not for Ovi. I initially voted no on Twitter, and now I've changed my mind. And I'm saying, yeah, he's going to catch it because there's nothing to say he's not going to play into his 40s. I think he's going to do it, man. He hasn't slowed down yet. That's the main thing. No. Like, Alexander Ovechkin has nine 50-goal years. Nine. And I think one of them was 65. And his fifth one of 50-goal year was just last year. So there's been no signs of him slowing down. You know, And even if he slows down this year and puts up 30, he's still going to need 90 goals. 37 to be 38 to start next year that's not a lot of goals for alexander ovechkin at 38 39 40 years old if he stays in shape the one thing that works against him though and we've seen this in pro sports is when that decline happens with age it usually happens pretty fast it's not usually a gradual you know he's going to go from 50 to 40 to 35 27 goals right he's going to go from 50 to 15 right Whenever that happens. So, uh, but I would say yes. I'll say he'll break. I'm voting yes that he will too. And by the way, I know they love the hockey talk on the radio in Metro Atlanta. So a shout out again to Rhino Radio. You can listen live. It's return for the RP show. You can listen live online. You don't have to just be in Atlanta. They're airing it live right now on 99.1, your southern home of sports and talk. By the way, it was Halloween night last night and a great night in Buffalo. If you watch the highlights, Tage Thompson had three goals and three assists for a career-high six points to lead the Buffalo Sabres past Detroit 8-3. And I understand I'm very much a nerd. I'm okay with that. I've known that since I was a teen. Probably a cool nerd, but still a nerd. So I like to go read what they call the NHL morning skate We've, uh, from the NHL PR website. Tage Thompson, Darren, with his six points, is the sixth Sabre to do that in history, but the first in 30 years. The last one to do it was Pat Lafontaine. And Halloween was perfect. You had the actual day, which was Monday the 31st, but all weekend. We had all weekend. We had the Halloween Howler here at the Gray Eagle Friday night, the 28th, Saturday night, 29th. There's uh, costumes at the Flames game on Saturday night. This is the, can we have Halloween last four days forever? Because it was perfect. It's awesome. I love it. You know, Monday's the the real day, but yeah, you get all the events Friday, Saturday. Uh, NFL football Sunday fans are dressing up at the games. Yeah, I think it's the best. It could be, you know, let's say the last Monday of October every year, but no, it's always the thirty first. I get it, but it's fun this way. Man, they should have done that. They blew it. So I hope everybody enjoyed. And the third of the three games in the National Hockey League Monday night, St. Louis was in St. Louis. Carl Grundstrom scored two goals in L.A.'s four-goal second period, and the Kings beat St. Louis 5-1. It was the Blues' fifth straight loss. I have no idea how the TV networks decide what games they're going to carry and what ones they don't. As you know, here at the Gray Eagle, there's like 
three Sportsnet channels, three TSN channels, Big Ten Network. You know, so that Blues game was on last night, and I'm looking at the Enterprise Arena, which when I first went there in 1996, it was called the Savas Center, but it's still the same rink. But Enterprise, half the lights were burnt out on the rim of the rink. (laughs) So it was Enter. Yeah, and I'm like, uh, can you fix the lights? And with the drone camera or whatever they use, the blimp, they were like, oh, trying to get that out of the picture was kind of funny. So anyways, the Blues have lost five in a row, and I'm sure their fans are wondering if they are who they thought they were. And by the way, 12 games tonight in the National Hockey League, including the Seattle Kraken at the Calgary Flames. I'm very much looking forward to being in that game. Uh, Are there any games that stand out to you? Your Leafs? are not home until Wednesday night. I think they got Philly in there. They're still licking their wounds yeah. after the, the road trip where they crapped themselves. Um, Sheldon Keefe going to be the first coach fired in the NHL this year. What do you think? If the trend keeps up, it's just a matter of how much patience Cal Dubas has because his job's on the line too, right, with this whole plan. And, you know, he's obviously put a good group together. They had franchise record in points last year and wins. But, again, if you've put – your ball's on the table with this group, then you need the right guy at the helm steering the ship you know, behind the bench. So I don't think it's too early to pull the trigger, but if this keeps up, he will be the first coach fired. I uh, got our viewers checking in. Uh, and again, Ryan O'Radio, we have our own personal communication thing going on here from Georgia. Ryan Schultz, one of the viewers, writes in, says, G'day, Roddy and Moose. Hello to all your listeners in Atlanta from a Braves fan all the way in northern Manitoba. Hello, Ryan. Thanks for joining us. Another Radio Ryan. Uh, by the way, start spreading the news. Dun, 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 dun. We're live on YouTube, on the radio, on television. We're everywhere. That was Moose's dream. Cynthia in Pittsburgh writes in. She says, I love Halloween, and I look forward to it every year. And as usual, this weekend did not disappoint. I was blessed to spend it at Niagara Falls, Canada. Were you not there this summer, Moose, Niagara Falls? That's right. Yeah, in August uh, with the Canada Games in the region and got my first trip to the falls to see the falls. It was pretty cool. It's great. It's fantastic. The Last time I went through there, it's been a long time because I was hung over in the back of the car coming home from the NHL draft. I think it was like 1999, and I was, yeah. The pier Who's got driving? me the night before. Uh, Brent Parker and riding shotgun was Todd Ripplinger, just so you know. Uh, Ted in Red Deer says, I think Ovi breaks the record. The man doesn't get hurt. There you go. And Kevin the Medium writes in. He says, good. Good morning, RP peeps. The medium has entered the building. Kevin, can you ask the spirit guides if Ovi's going to catch Gretzky? Let's just put an end to it once and for all. Because they know all. Um, Before we move on, I will tell you that New York Fries is a proud member of the Calgary community. And to give back, they're hosting free public skating opportunities at ice rinks around Calgary. Open to families and the general public in support for Kids Sport Calgary. Visit FamilySkateYYC.com for a full list of times and locations. Presented by New York Fries. And our NHL coverage is uh, presented as well by Bronco Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. Hiring now. Find out everything you need to know about Bronco at broncoplumbing.com and our social media pages. I mentioned breaking news, and I see people just checking in. They're just getting in here. We will get to uh, the CFL news I got this morning 
not here, but a little later on. Moose is with me for two segments today to open up. Then John Shannon, formerly of Hockey Night in Canada, now an author. And then an hour two, Lanny McDonald. So just settle in. We'll get to it. But from the National Football League today, Indianapolis Colts coach Frank Reich fired offensive coordinator Marcus Brady this morning. Two days after another subpar offensive showing in a loss to Washington, Indy's offense is ranked 18th in total yards, but they've struggled to run the ball this season. The Colts have turned the ball over 16 times and ranked 30th in scoring, Darren. The move comes less than a week after Reich bench starting quarterback Matt Ryan in favor of Sam Ellinger. Indy visits New England on Sunday. And as far as Marcus Brady goes, he played seven seasons in the Canadian Football League. Uh, before starting his coaching career with the Alouettes, spent five seasons coaching with the Argos, won the Grey Cup in 2017, before moving on to the Colts. So do you have a thought on that? Like, what a mess in Indy. Well, I feel for Marcus Brady because they came into the season. First, you know, the Colts had Carson Wentz, a quarterback, and then they get Matt Ryan, and you think this is going to spark them. They got Jonathan Taylor in the backfield. Can't find a way to get him going. He's supposed to be one of the best in the entire NFL, but he can't get going consistently. So the weapons were there. It's just tough because we feel for a guy like Brady who was very excited uh, about this group, and they were excited about everybody they had in place. So I don't know if this is going to make immediate changes, but Frank Reich is kind of coaching for his job too, so he's got to make a move. And unfortunately, Marcus Brady's the guy who falls. Well, yeah. Oh, I'm getting – this is going to be good today, Moose. This, it, it already is yeah. good, but it's going to get better. This show. Um, I'm just chiming in with a couple of comments here. Carlos in Indianapolis says, from what I understand, it's Frank Reich who calls the plays. It's also Frank Reich who the fans have been calling for since missing the playoffs last fall. Sounds like he's the fall guy. Marcus Brady. Yes, you see, it. one day they'll listen to me, Moose. One day. I'll be dead before they do. But although we do have a lot of people listening now, clearly, but. First, it's the quarterback. They pointed the finger at Carson Wentz. They benched him. Didn't work. They lost. So now they point the finger at the offensive coordinator. It's a line. Right? And eventually it gets to the end. But you got to fire all these people in between first. So that's where they're at. And uh, from the Hockey Club podcast in Tallahassee, Florida, watching right now, our buddy Corey Patterson, regarding the guy who was in the vehicle when I was hungover in the back, he says, Ripper, good old Glen Elm boy. Don't you mean Glenn Harlem? By the way, Kevin, the medium says, not happening. The spirit guide saying, no, Ovi is not going to catch Wayne Gretzky. And I just think the hockey gods will intervene. That, that, that happens, you know. Well, based on that, you know, tells me that Ovi will get to like 890. 891, but he won't get to 894. I think that's the number, right? He won't get to Gretzky. He'll be, they'll let him get really close because he should be in history, but they won't let him pass Wayne Gretzky. That's. It happens. Yeah. Yeah. We got football gods, baseball gods, hockey gods. They all report to the God. It's all these different departments below them. And I think the hockey gods are not going to allow Ovechkin to catch Wayne. How about that? We had to go to our medium on staff today. Uh, Monday Night Football, Nick Chubb rushed for two touchdowns, and Miles Garrett in Cleveland's defense frustrated Joe Burrow as the Browns crushed the Bengals 21, sorry, 32-13 on Monday Night Football. 
Miles Garrett, who showed up in a Halloween costume two hours before the game, led the scary defense that sacked Joe Burrow five times. This would qualify as an upset. That snapped a four-game losing streak for the Browns since he was favored by three and a half going in. It was quite a second half. To be, it was 11-0 Browns at halftime. And to be honest, I switched over to the Raptors-Hawks game, which I'm getting to. Hashtag true to Atlanta. I'm the biggest Hawks fan in here right now. But the game was not that exciting, the NBA game. And we're getting that on the other side of the break here, Moose. Um, any thoughts on Monday night football? Like the first half was dreadful. All the points were scored in the second half. How much of it did you watch? I did the same thing you did, Rod. I, I flipped over. I said, we don't, I looked at Leanne and said, we don't need to watch this game. It's, this is bad. We don't need to watch this. <laughs> yeah. So we flipped over, watched a Halloween show, came back a little bit later on. But for the, for the Bengals fans out there, Buffalo did this. They went on the road, lost, got embarrassed poorly. Kansas City did that, went on the road earlier this year, played poorly, lost. So it happens to the good teams. This doesn't mean that Cincinnati's a bad football team, but last night's game, yeah. It was bad, and we don't need to talk about it all that much. No, we are two points into the quick six. We'll return with the final four. Got some breaking news that I'm told on the firing front in the Canadian Football League. John Shannon and Lanny McDonald on the way, where I feel like we're just getting going. We're on Game Plus Television, your favorite podcast platform, YouTube Live, and of course on the radio, WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. How about that? Bob's your uncle. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Cray Eagle is the place to be 24-7. We're open seven days a week. You got it. Calgary's entertainment destination. We're going to jump into more of the day's sports news and look back at what happened Monday night. In a moment, sprinkling in some of our comments here uh, regarding the firing of Marcus Brady as offensive coordinator in Indianapolis today. Craig Smith's watching, and I appreciate him chiming in, our director of football scouting. He says, injuries on the O-line haven't helped. We had Marcus in Hamilton as a player, smart guy. Um, I'm going to get to that because he makes a good point, but what's fair and what isn't? And Darren, you have a point on nothing's fair, and we'll get to that. Jennifer from the Four Seasons is up and in. She says, all I know is the Packers have to do something. The Packers, we need guys to get open and catch the dang ball. I think the window has closed in Green Bay. Blow it up. At least they have a quarterback sitting there waiting. 
And yeah, I'm going to move on. All our regular friends are here. Arlen Bruce has showed up. Kevin the Medium, my cousin Christine in Madison Hat. Wherever you're watching, let us know. Breaking rumor, if that's a thing. It's not really a thing, but here's my day, Darren. I wake up this morning. I got a message on my phone. Call me. Football guy. And he says that the Saskatchewan Rough Riders are trying to find a way to reason not firing anybody and making excuses. I'm like, I don't care. I got to go down to the gym. I got to get ready for the show. Stop calling me. And then after our morning Zoom call, I get a call from another football guy who says the entire offensive staff's getting fired. You didn't get it from me. I'm like, okay. So I've tweeted that. So there is your daily Saskatchewan Rough Riders report that the entire offensive staff is getting released. I'd like to move on to the NBA. Uh, Do you want to do that? Or do you have a take on the latest breaking rumor that the Riders are firing their entire offensive staff? Well, you know, it's not a surprise if that's the case. I mean, the offense is, you know, what's getting a large lump of the criticism and reasons for, you know, the Riders missing the playoffs, especially after the first four or five games, how bad they've been the rest of the way. Um, And you mentioned there's a list or there's a line of all the people that um, will get fired before you get to the end, right? And so this is the start of that line. How far does it go? We don't know. Um, And whether this ends up happening or not, this is the order it's going to go. The coaches will get fired, and then it goes up to the GM somewhere here, and the owners are back here, you know, with any organization. So this is the start of it, and uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, they already pointed the finger at the quarterback, and now it's the assistant coaches, we're told, and did-da-da-da-da. I I thought everybody knew this, but I guess they don't. Um, anyways, point three in Toronto Monday night. Pascal Siakam had 31 points and 12 rebounds, and the Raptors routed Atlanta 139-109. Toronto's seventh consecutive win over my favorite team, the Hawks, at Scotiabank Arena. Gary Trent Jr., my favorite Raptor, had 21 points. OG Ananobi finished with 14 points. And Chris Boucher chipped in with 11 points. Precious Achua had 10 for the Raps. Leading Atlanta was DeJounte Murray. He had uh, 20 points. Hawks now 4-3. and three. Uh, You said you watched part of that game. Did you not sense that it, was, it was seemed dead in Scotiabank Arena Monday night? Not your usual yeah. Raptors hype. It's missing a little bit of that last night. I thought it was missing a little bit of the energy. And maybe it's, I mean, we're big Atlanta fans. You know, we've got the connection to Atlanta. But, you know, for folks in Toronto, the Hawks wouldn't be a big draw, probably. You know, not one of the big teams coming in. So probably that. You you lack a little energy, a little intensity. There's not a big rivalry there. So, But I did. I felt it when I watched the game last night. Yeah. Well, there are two playoff teams as it stands right now, two good teams. And although in the portion that I watched, Trey Young didn't play a lot. I don't understand it. We need to have a word for the coach of the Hawks. Best players need to be your best players. Uh, moving on to point four, game three of the World Series is scheduled for tonight in Philadelphia. One day after rain forced a scheduling change, the Phillies, who uh, earned a split in the first two games in Houston, will be looking to take a lead in the best of seven series at Citizens Bank Park. Same pitching matchup. Uh, Lance McCullers Jr. expected to start on the mound for the Astros. Ranger Suarez to the hill for the Phillies. Hey, what's coming soon at Landmark Cinemas? The Fablemans. 
in theaters November 23rd, a deeply personal portrait of 20th century American childhood, Steven Spielberg's The Fablemans, is a coming-of-age story about a young man's discovery of a shattering family secret and an exploration of the movie, the power of movies, to help us see the truth about each other and ourselves. In theaters November 23rd. It's going to take a lot to top Halloween. That was very spooky, Darren. Oh, yeah. Did I go to that with you or did no. I go alone? I can't remember. No, you went, you went with me and uh, very jumpy, very spooky. It was a good Halloween, uh, good Halloween one this year. Yeah. Uh, there's curling going on here, the inaugural Pan Continental Curling Championship. So we're going to get that uh, to that as well. From Todd Pinckney, writes in one of our viewers, I'm here, I'm here. Hey, Maverick, have you got your next assignment to join Rod on flight deck at Great Eagle? I'll, I'll handle that. He says, stay tuned. Uh, Ted and Red Deer, how can the CFL cut players with little or no cap issues, but they can't fire coaches because of the cap? Different contracts, I would guess. Um, the CFL is venturing into territory that uh, is la-la land. It's Narnia. It's not real. And so we will get to that, too. Like, I can't explain this stuff. And I will very quickly say this. Darren and I said this this morning. COVID in sports caused in life the the shrinking of the middle class. Upper class got bigger. The rich got richer. The lower class got bigger. The broke got broker. And the CFL, I think, got squeezed in that middle class into the lower class of sports leagues. There's no money to go around, and frankly, some of our viewers are writing me going, who are these people you're talking about in the CFL? They don't even know who they are. Everybody knows who Trey Young is. Everybody knows who Carson Wentz is. Everybody knows who Alex Ovechkin is. CFL's been squeezed into a class that's not upper. Now, having said that, we talked about the betting lines from Bet Regal yesterday for this weekend's CFL semifinals. And kudos to TSN. They are the television rights holder of the Canadian Football League. They're spending quite a bit of coverage on this weekend's games. But the points lines have changed, Darren. Hamilton now favored at Bet Regal by 2.5 points going into Montreal on Sunday in the Eastern semifinal. And before we look at the West, how do you feel about that? Because the Owls were favored at home as of Monday, the Alouettes. And today, the Hamilton Tiger Cats are favored on the road. Do you think they so actually looked at the stats? Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, tells me A lot right. of people were. Yeah. Right. So it's not necessarily about predicting who's going to win the football game. So when the audience comes in at, at Montreal by a point, all the betting money comes in on Hamilton. So they've got to flip the odds to try and make it more favorable and bring more money in on, on the Montreal side. So they'll keep stretching that line now until more money comes in on Montreal because they want it to balance out. So um, clearly the betting public thinks that uh, Hamilton was the right spot. I don't know where they'll, where they'll think now at two and a half, but, uh, but that's why it flipped. It's actually really changed. And maybe that's the same explanation for the Western semifinal. Because as of Monday, the Calgary Stampeders were favored to win at BC by the slimmest of margins, I think, by a point and a half. As of this Tuesday, the BC Lions are favored by a point and a half at home over Calgary. And if I can just say this, one of those football guys that called me this week, 
who I respect immensely. I love him. He said Hamilton's going to go into Montreal and speedboat the Alouettes. And he said Calgary's going to roll on BC. The road teams will win. So how do you feel about BC now being favored at home by a point and a half? Well, you're right. It's the same explanation. And if I'm Montreal and Calgary, here's what I'm you know, delivering in the locker room if I need to. I'd be like, look at the odds makers, the people who study this stuff, you know, said we were going to win. That we, we should be favored to win. Calgary and Montreal. But the public, the fans don't believe you. They think that BC and Hamilton are going to win. The fans have said that. So now you've got the underdog story flipped a little bit. And now you've got Calgary and Montreal as underdogs um, in their locker room, according to the, you know, the general public. So it, it creates some intrigue for this weekend's games. Uh, yeah, buddy. Uh, 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 uh. I'll get to the viewer comments in a moment. Jeff, the Stamps fan, says the CF, uh, he says, Rod, please don't check. Don't pick the Stamps every time you do. They lose. And it, it's not on me, brah. I don't think. Maybe Jeff, the medium, can chime in on that. But I don't think I have that much influence. I've got influence, not that much influence. Viewer Nick Vella says, who the hell is Trey Young, Rod? Look it up, brah. Last I saw, he's got 2 million Twitter followers. Probably a lot more than your favorite player. Um, Troy in Tirana says, my favorite Maple Leaf line as a kid was Lanny McDonald, Daryl Sittler, and Earl Thompson. Lanny is all class and such a legendary hockey guy. Looking forward to your talk with him. Lanny is coming down here for hour two, okay? And I apologize for those that showed up here. There are some watching live. I told him Lanny would be here at 1030. Turns out it's 11. So go play the slots for a while. Our director of scouting, Craig Smith, says home field, the crowd noise, they will be factors, but as I'm saying here right now, Bet Regal is saying that the road teams are favored in this weekend's semifinals. Breaking news from the National Football League. Minnesota Vikings acquire tight end TJ Hawkinson and a pair of fourth-round picks from the Detroit Lions in exchange for a 2023 second-round pick. So we've got Marcus Brady being fired today in Indianapolis, uh, a trade involving the Vikings. It's been a very busy Tuesday. Uh, 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 oh, I meant to say this. Regarding the firings that I've been told by football people, all I'm doing is passing this along. I'm a convoy, con... Conduit. Whatever. Of... I'm a conduit. I'm a vessel. Just like our medium, Kevin. I'm just passing along what I hear. That the Rough Riders are firing their entire offensive staff today as we speak. Justin Pilardi. Remember him? Uh, former CFL kicker. He's watching out in the Maritimes right now on Game Plus TV. And he said success early for Craig Dickinson as a head coach came from inheriting Chris Jones's team. Chris Jones. He said, hire Paul Lapolis, give him the keys to the offense. And assistant head coach, consider Bo Levi as he's likely looking to prove something to the CFL and demote Craig Dickinson back to special teams coordinator. Problem solved. <laughs> Ta-da. How about that? From that? Justin Pollardi. From Justin Pollardi. Yeah, it's all so simple from sitting up here and it. Um, 
Kevin, the medium, says, Lions by five, take it to the bank. Is that you saying that, Kevin, or is it the football gods? Can you get back to us on that before we go wager? George Yenitsos chimes in from the Four Seasons Sports Palace, and he says, Skull! Vikings are for real. Nobody's talking about the Vikings right now, and that's probably a good thing, Darren, don't you think, for their sake? I think it's a great thing. You know, I think I, I love the Vikings right now, you know, in terms of a, of a bet and a Super Bowl contender or a dark horse because they're not being talked about in the same conversation as the Buffalo Bills or the Kansas City Chiefs, but they are a team that's played really well. Kirk Cousins has found new life. I mean, um, he'll know, George will know this. When he rolled out, escaped the pocket and ran for a touchdown, that's not Kirk Cousins. They've got new energy with a new coach, and this group is is fun to watch again. And I feel, I feel though that these Vikings fans, and we know a lot of them, they've gone through so much pain that uh, there's still some big pain coming. Well, they're like Leaf fans; they just can't get. They're suckers for punishment. Moose, I'll see you uh, a little later on. Sounds good. And we will get to a sports update a little later in hour one because John Shannon is next. We're live from Gray Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination, and it's the RP Show on Game Plus Television, live right now, YouTube Live as well, and on the radio, WQEE, your southern home of sports and talk, 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Hey, here we go, live from Grey Eagle Resort and Casino. The RP Show continues. Guys, don't adjust your sets. Uh, the viewers, that is. You guys with the Millennium Falcon back there. We got a, a guest that just popped in here, and it ain't John Shannon. If we do get John Shannon, he uh, will go to him. But they're just adjusting the cameras, Lee, and we'll get to you. Sports update on this Tuesday. Besides the firing of Marcus Brady in Indianapolis, the offensive coordinator of the Colts, the Western Hockey League named... Oh, and he's on the screen. How about that? Hi, Lee. Morning. How are you? <laughs> Again, look at pressing you into service right away. Hey, man. You always got to be ready to go. You are. Hey, so anyways, back to me. Sports update. The WHL named Regina Pats forward Connor Bedard, the player of the week. He had led all WHL skaters with eight points over three games with God's team, the Regina Pats. Meanwhile, Calgary hitman goalie Braden Peters has been named goalie of the week. He posted a 2-0 record, 1.00 GAA over the last week. Game three of the World Series is scheduled for tonight in Philly. One day after rain forced a scheduling change. The Phillies, who earned a split in the first two games in Houston, will be looking to take a lead in the best of seven series at at Citizens Bank Park, of course. Raptors have a day off to savor their impressive 139-109 NBA victory over the Atlanta Hawks. They will play Dallas on Friday and the Bulls Sunday. And skip Carrie Anerson and her team from Gimli, Manitoba will be looking to sweep its opponents today at the inaugural Pan Continental Curling Championship here in Calgary. Anerson directed her women's squad to an 11-3 opening win over New Zealand. Today they'll face Kazakhstan and then Hong Kong. Brad Gushu on the men's side dropped the 10-8 extra end decision to the U.S. in Monday's opener. He'll be looking to even his record against Brazil today. 
in men's action. This sports update for Edo Japan. From hand-rolled sushi to bento box meals made with their famous teriyaki sauce, Edo Japan's menu has something for everyone. Somebody was speaking in my ear. Was it you, Lee, or is it Producer Clark, or just what the hell's going on? It wasn't me. Okay, is John ready or not? Hello. So, Lee, how are you doing? I am doing fantastic. Oh, see, guess what? Okay, <laughs> so my apologies. So now we go to John Shannon. Can you hang on a, seg- a segment? Uh, All right, Lee, thank you so much. So John Shannon's with us. His book is out, Evolve or Die, Hard One Lessons from a Hockey Life. And, John, welcome to the RP Show. We haven't had you on before, so longtime fan, first-time chat. How you doing, John? Well, I'll tell you what, Rod, uh, I-, I can throw the compliment back at you because uh, I lived in Calgary all those years, and. Uh, Used to listen to Rod Peterson and used to listen to uh, Saskatchewan Rough Rider football. So uh, the compliments can go either way. Well, I appreciate that very much, John. I was <laughs> I was unaware of that. Hey, be, listen, I don't know. You're the insider. You're the producer. You're an author now. Can we just have a hockey discussion and say, what's your take on the opening three weeks of the regular season? Good, bad, and indifferent? Well... I tell you what, Rod. I think it's been, I think it's been interesting. It's been one of those times where leads aren't safe. Uh, teams that were supposed to be favorites aren't that uh, favorite anymore. All I have to do is mention three simple words: Toronto Maple Leafs. To someone like you, um, and <laughs> I, I think overall, I think overall the hockey's pretty good. But there's. There's so much hockey to be played. I, I, the one thing I would say is I think that there's too many times early in a season when there's so much anticipation that fans, particularly fans, but even broadcasters, are too quick to make rush to judgment. And there shouldn't be rush to judgments until at least probably the 1st of December. I agree. U.S. Thanksgiving, as many say. John, now... As the author, that's the part that I'm the most... We could talk about Hockey Day in Canada forever, and I hope one day we do. But Evolve or Die has me very intrigued. So tell me about the project and what, what it's about, if you don't mind. Well, it's good you got, it's got you intrigued. Uh, I, 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 kind of adopted the, I kind of adopted the slogan a decade ago um, to define my own career, uh, simply because... Well, some people said, well, you couldn't keep a job. Uh, But at the same time, there was always another challenge. Uh, And so what I had to do in that period of time was change. You know, I I went from being a a behind-the-scenes guy to somebody who's in front of the camera. I I went from being a a, a broadcast guy to a hockey person. I went being from a guy that worked for a network to a guy that worked for the National Hockey League. So... There's been an evolution to my time in and around the game of hockey, uh, and I've had to adapt to survive, um, and, and hence, hence the title. And what I did when I, when I was asked to put pen to paper uh, was to tell some stories that I've often told late night in a cold bar with a glass of wine or a cold beer, um, and put pen to paper and, and tell some of those stories that make our game and make the people in our game so so indelible in my mind. 
Okay, sold. I'm picking it up. I can't wait to, to read it, John, and pick up some life cues, too. Is it frustrating for you, though, to say evolve or die and you've done it with success, but so many people out there in society, particularly broadcast, won't do it? I mean, it's transferable to life, but a lot of people aren't doing it, not evolving. Well, you know, that's an interesting question, uh, and I could probably take it different ways. Um, you know, because, because what we're seeing, what we're seeing with the game of hockey, what we're seeing in broadcasting is, is a, a time when the viewer, the fan has so much input because of social media, because of what goes on in our world, because of technology, uh, that you have to find different ways to tell the stories and you, and, and, and more importantly, you have to find ways to have people watch the games as much as possible because let's face it you know you and your the guys on your show i don't think you watched all three games last night uh and you know there's nine games tonight i don't think you're gonna watch all nine games but we are gonna do is you might watch nine highlight packages and most young people and young people i define as you know 25 and under probably don't watch a whole game period and they they watch the highlights and then just follow it on social media so we have to find ways to tell those stories and be interesting and and still make it without creating controversy without creating any level of uh of anger we still have to make it fun we still have to be fun in the game you know that that's important to me that really is it's uh, it's a challenge for everybody, for sure, John. Craig Campbell from the Hockey Hall of Fame is watching. He says, I am looking forward to reading the book as you offer perspectives from your many roles during your fine career. That from Craig Campbell at the Hockey Hall of Fame. John, where can people get the book for Christmas? Well, the book is available at booksellers, fine booksellers across the country. Um, it's uh, Indigo Chapters. It's on uh, their website, chaptersindigo.ca. It's at on Amazon.ca, and uh, for those people that uh, follow your show in the United States, and I know you have a following in the United States, uh, it's uh, at Amazon.com. It was a it was a, a, a thrill to do it. It took me uh, 14 months, and it won't take you more than 14 days to read it. So. <laughs> All right. Thank you, John. I'm getting it. I can't wait. I appreciate the time, sir. Thanks for the kind words, and enjoy the hockey. Well, I tell you what, we have to find a way to improve the riders because, you know, I'm a BC Lion fan as heart, but it's only good if the riders are good and the Lions are good and the rivalry's better. It's going to take a lot, but hopefully they're going in the right direction. <laughs> Thank you, John. John Shannon joining us uh, from an, an arena somewhere, I assume the Saddledome. Lee Genier will slide in next. Lanny McDonald's coming up live here in Hour 2 at the Gray Eagle. This is the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, your favorite podcast platform, and on the radio, WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Bingo! What a beautiful view of Great Eagle. Resort and Casino, that's the event centers you see in the bottom of your screen. Our home for, I think, into our 20th week, as we do have with us 
Our COO, Lee Jenye, and I apologize for the in and the out. I have, like, listen, man, our crew is the best in the world. How we pull this off, I have no idea. Big thanks to the IKS crew, Jordan and Clark back there and whoever else. We got it. And it all looks smooth on the air, doesn't it? Smooth <laughs> as butter. I'll tell you, John, uh, hang on. Lanny McDonald, I think, coming up an hour or two. But Lanny's a busy guy. Everywhere he goes, he's tight for time because I see him all the time. So he's not here yet. But maybe Lee will carry over into hour two. Maybe he won't. Um, Troy and Tarana, hang on. I'll get to your comment. Wayne out in Victoria, B.C. says, John Shannon has it right. Since most fans can't watch every game or even most games, also, technology has changed the way we watch sports. From Troy in Toronto, he says, is Sheldon Keefe going to fall on the Maple Leaf sword if the team doesn't turn it around soon? Sheldon got hired in the third week of November 2019. Will he get fired in the third week of November 2022? So there's a couple of topics there in this viewer takeover with our COO, Lee Genier. Lee and I come from the sports media world. You, you're more sports, but now into media. The, 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 they're, they're pretty much parallel, wouldn't you agree? Oh, absolutely they are. Yeah. yeah. So, John Shannon, am I right in saying he made Hockey Night in Canada what we all became used to Hockey Night in Canada, right? Him and Ralph Mellenby. Yeah, absolutely they did. And, yeah. right, but now what he just said, nobody watches all the games. They watch the highlights. They're zing, zing, zing. Their attention's everywhere. Yeah. It's tough to get yeah. on top of that. Ahead of that curve, right? And well, you know, and that's one thing that we studied is how everybody consumes sports nowadays. And, you know, it's a time constraint, you know, because everybody is used to streaming things on their time, right? You know, yeah. you, you look at our show, we're live, but, you know, we also stream it, right? So people are all about on their time now. So, you know, sports is a little different because there is a shelf life there is you don't want to hear the score, then watch it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's like, say Sunday, I, I pick one or two games to watch and, you know, I only have so much time in a day, right? So I'm not going back and PVRing eight games and watching them, but I pick up all the highlights. One sec. Clark says he got breaking news. What do you got, Clark? Steve Nash fired. I'm not laughing. Wow. It's not what I expected. The New Jersey, Brooklyn Nets, sorry, formerly New Jersey Nets, have fired Steve Nash as their head coach, and who didn't see that coming? And I apologize because I love Steve Nash. Obviously, greatest Canadian basketball player of all time. He's on the Mount Rushmore of Canadian athletes. Would you yeah. not agree? Oh, absolutely. Clearly not a coach. Oh. <laughs> From the first day he was hired. And to be honest, Stephen A. Smith called this the day he was hired. He's like, he has no business coching an NBA team. Well, Stephen A. knows far more than I do, but there is a connection there between Joe Sy, who obviously they the um, owner, yeah, yeah. So, what's the connection? That's why he was hired. You're saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I was, yeah, I was. I, was I mean, he's part owner of Joe Sy's team in Las Vegas of the Las NLL. Vegas Dogs. So, yeah. Carlos in Indianapolis says, "Big day, big day for breaking news in the sports world." Marcus Brady fired as the offensive coordinator of the Indianapolis Colts. Steve Nash fired as the head coach of the NBA's Brooklyn Nets. And I'm waiting word, I'm told, that the Saskatchewan Rough Riders are firing their entire offensive staff. And speaking of firings, to Troy and Toronto, I don't want to leave you hanging, but he talked about will the Leafs fire Sheldon Keefe. Interesting commentary on last minute of play in hour one. Last minute. Interesting commentary on the heat on the Leafs right now and the pressure around the team. I'm like... How is that new? Even when they're winning, they, there's pressure on the Toronto Maple Leafs, right? Always. What I'm saying? Always. Um, 
And maybe, you know what, maybe we'll examine that coming over into the second hour, but who will be the first head coach fired in the National Hockey League this year? There hasn't been one yet. You look at the bad teams right now. Maybe Dallas Eakins and Anaheim. Probably should be Dallas Eakins and Anaheim. It's not going to be Bruce Boudreau in Vancouver. They just hired him. Who else sucks right now? The Leafs are 500, and they're talking about firing their coach, and it's only November 1st. So anyways, we don't see Lanny yet, so you might be sticking around with me, Lee, here an hour or two. Cool? He said he'd be here. All right. Game Plus on WQEE. We'll be right back after this pause. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.